0: No,
1: don't you fall asleep on me? Hello, and welcome to Political Brothers with your hosts, Chauncey and Avery. So, Avery,
0: give our listeners a recap from last week. Sure. Hi, everybody. Uh, so last week, we, we uh, Chauncey and I pretty much talked about um, the impeachment trials that were impending in the House and uh, what implications that has for the United States government moving on to the Senate and Joe Biden's early presidency. And we kind of discussed our uh, outlooks on how we think the Joe Biden presidency is going to go and uh, and the. A pathway forward for uh, like bipartisanship action uh, in the near future, as well as what we personally each hope for uh, the United States of America moving forward.
1: Indubitably, Avery. And I must say that feels like a breath of fresh air. And guys, I would like to apologize because I've been fighting a cold the last couple of weeks, uh, and yes, I am COVID negative. So thank you
0: that's the most important part chauncey
1: most definitely every day oh i have a cold six feet covid you know but that's a world just in case
0: that we live in that's the policy you should take with chauncey whether or not he is sick
1: thank you avery always love the commentary see you at comic-con but <laughs> but fresh uh, with love yes <laughs> but um so i do want to apologize for the quality on my end for a change and i'm sorry apple i'm not as great of a spokesperson as i thought i was so don't blame apple blame chauncey so avery today we are going to dive in into the wonderful world of taxes now you taxes, <laughs> Woo! but uh now you and i uh both differ um Greatly, um, me being a uh, once again um, independent with uh, conservative economic ties and leanings from me personally. And you being a uh, where are we going this week, democratic socialist or progressive?
0: <laughs> I'm well, I think I want a progressive tax code, so I'll, I'll take progressive this week.
1: All right. Sounds good, Avery. Uh, So, Avery, um, being that how you feel with taxation, because you've had, well, we have all endured uh, four years of Republican economic policy, and now we have, well, we could say it, President Joe Biden in office. And I must say, it sounds great to hear and to say, that um, yes, so before we dive into the the Biden tax plan, I feel that it is important to, especially for the listeners to understand our perspectives, personal perspectives, into taxation. Sure, such as conservatives, Republicans like me, for example. I don't mind taxes. I believe that everyone should pay taxes. From someone making, you know, the blue collar worker to a corporation and the billionaires and millionaires out there. I have no problem with everyone paying taxes. That is fair. Now, I do believe, me personally, that obviously the more money you make, yes, you should be taxed more. It makes sense. But I don't believe, for example, just because I make, let's say, a million dollars, you should take 50% of my earnings just because I make a million dollars a year. I don't think that is fair. Um, Especially with someone living like myself, living in the great state of New York and uh, more importantly, the great city of New York city. I just, you know, firsthand I see unfairness. Like I'm going to tell you a quick fact real quick uh, about good old New York city. And how much they love the tax. For example, Avery, as we know, there are 19.45 million people that live in the straight state of New York.
0: I'll take your word for it. According to
1: tax.newyork.gov, which is the New York state government website, especially under the Department of Taxation and Finance, which you guys can't see for yourself under tax.ny.gov. The fiscal year tax collections report for the fiscal year of 2019 to 2020, statistically, was that SFY 2019-2020, the tax department collected $80.7 that's right, folks, billion dollars from state-imposed taxes and fees as follows. Personal income tax, $53.6 billion. State sales tax plus excess and user taxes, 17 billion business taxes, 7.7 7 billion property t- transfer taxes, 2.1 billion and other various taxes and fees about $0. $0.2 billion. So that's a lot of freaking money. And the taxes every year seem to go higher, <laughs> especially when I see my paycheck and it feels like I'm getting gutted every week. Um, so my thing is, is because this ties back in to fiscally responsible use of money in the great state of New York, they get 80.80 80 billion, as I just said, and we went through the facts and yet I don't know where that money goes to. I don't know if it, I know, obviously it goes to the MTA, for example, in the new st- in the city of New York, it goes to the MTA workers. It goes to um, fire department, police department, uh, sanitation Etc. cetera, various uh, city employed agencies and as well as government agencies, state run government agencies. But the fact that matter though is, is that I want to know where all this money is going because I'm being told by our government, for example, and well, by government, I mean, Mayor de Blasio and the Democratic elected uh, representatives that run and govern the great state of New York and city of New York that we don't have any money. And I know that some of that money goes to Washington, D.C. to fund various things. Um, so my question is, is where are we spending the money? Because, for example, they were telling us, oh, the MTA, we're improving that. But yet the trains always are late. On the weekends, for those of my uh, friends that I know and colleagues that go shop at various grocery stores, you can't get on the DMF train on the weekends because it's closed for repairs. All construction. And right now it's uh, what uh, with the wind chill 21 degrees. So good luck to them because um, if you're trying to take the train, now you got to wait for the bus or get an Uber or a cab. And I just don't understand where that money is going because the MTA is not getting better. It seems to be getting worse. But that's besides the point. The point of all of that, Avery, was just to illustrate that. I believe Democrats are not fiscally responsible.
0: Okay, I'm not saying so; it's
1: so, their personal uh, lives. I'm just saying government wise, because how Dem- a lot of left wing is, is yes, we want to increase revenue for the country so we can spend more, which obviously that makes sense. You have to make more money to spend more money, right? Yeah. But are we spending the money wisely? Are we utilizing the funds correctly? Are we making the cuts that we need to make the cuts in the right spots? Correctly, that's my issue with taxation. Because everyone, uh, a lot of left-wing slogan is, "We gotta make it more fair." We have to cut the more the people who are making a lot of money. If you're making, for example, uh, with the Biden tax plan, if you make over four hundred thousand dollars, you get. And this is, by the way, um, the proposed tax plan from Biden when he was running for office. Now, obviously, this plan is not real um, until it gets passed into law. But initially, they want to increase uh, income with people who make more than $400,000 a year. They want to increase the taxes. They want to increase um, corporate tax from 21% under President, former President Donald J. Trump to uh, 28%, mm-hmm. et
0: cetera. So Chauncey, since you brought up uh, Joe Biden's tax plan, and again, this is from uh JoeBiden.com, which is his the Biden Harris like campaign website, because uh, this is really the only recent, the most recent information we have on his tax plan from twenty twenty as it was proposed. Um, just to go over that real quick, and then I can go into my personal beliefs on taxation, and and you mentioned some good points I want to uh, address as well. Uh, so, uh, like Chauncey said. Um, Uh, Biden just wants to raise taxes, at least from a personal income level, uh, on on any person making above $400,000 a year. Um, He wants to increase the corporate tax rate from 21% to 28%. Um, He wants to uh, require a true minimum tax on all foreign earnings of United States companies located overseas uh, uh, at 21%, which is twice the rate. Um, impose a, wants to impose a tax penalty on corporations that uh, ship jobs overseas in order to sell products back to America, uh, impose a 15% minimum tax on book income, uh, raise the top uh, marginal tax bracket to 39.6%, raise the capital gains tax to an effective rate of 39.6% for the first time in a very long time, making the capital gains tax equal to the income tax, at least the top marginal uh, percent income tax. So that's kind of an, an overlay of his plan. What We'll go into what we think about that in more detail. Uh, my notes on it, broadly speaking, are I think it's good. Uh, it's, more pro, it's a more progressive tax system than we've had in actually a pretty long time, even under the Obama administration. So concerning my, so I think this will be a nice segue into to what I personally believe, so personally believe. So as I alluded to earlier in the episode, I, I want a progressive tax system. Um, I, I Chauncey and I seem to agree on uh, the fact that if you earn more money, you get to, you you ought to be taxed more. Um, if you if you're a person that's making uh, let's say hundreds of millions of dollars a year, I think you ought to be taxed more and pretty heavily so. I I really don't think for uh, per, per perspective billionaires should exist. And this this is an well, argument. So so let me let me let me defend myself on this. So I think when people hear this, they're like, oh, you wanna punish people for doing well. No, I, I don't wanna punish people for doing well. People ought to, to do well. What I have a problem with is you have to think about the economics from this perspective. If a person has a billion dollars, there are millions of people who don't have that money as well. So for, for every dollar you accrue as your, for your personal wealth, there is, that takes away the opportunity for other people to have that money. Um, and this isn't to say that you you didn't earn that money. This is just to say that your money isn't, you know, there is a limitation to the amount of money a person as an individual ought to be able to earn. Because the amount of money that, um, you know, once you're a billionaire, for example, a million dollars extra is pretty much meaningless to you. You can buy virtually anything you want already. You, you've reached the, the pinnacle in our society in, in being able to, Uh, accrue uh, wealth and prestige. but at the same time, while you're a billionaire, there are millions of people in America, for example, one in six children go go to bed hungry. Um, You have hundreds of thousands of people homeless, probably millions if if the numbers are counted correctly. You have all of these systemic problems in our society we could address by redistributing wealth from the top 1% to the bottom 99%. It's a crazy figure to hear that uh, Five percent of all wealth in the United States, or sorry, 95% of all wealth is in the United States is owned by 5% of people. Um, when you expand this number to the earth, like the entire earth, because this isn't just a United States problem, the top, I believe 10% of people own 75% of all of the earth's uh, resources and wealth. Like, that's crazy. That, that is not an equitable system, and so, that's that's kind of, that's what I, I'm aiming for is um, to use societal resources to address systemic problems and societal inequities so that people's livelihoods uh, can be better and people's quality of life can be good. Um, yeah.
1: So my question is this, right? <clears throat> Going back to the whole idea of why some, let me pose a question to you. Sure. Why do we taxes? Why do we do taxes? No. Why? Sure. But what's the point of taxes? Why do? Why does? He, why do governments impose taxation?
0: So I think historically speaking, governments have taxed for different reasons, but I think they ought to use taxes to uh, pay I'll stop for. I you there.
1: It's a simple question. To spend money, correct? To fund things, correct?
0: To, to fund programs that are beneficial to the society is what they're supposed to do.
1: Yeah, yes or no. It's basically to give, to put money in the coffers of the government to spend however they want.
0: But the government is us.
1: Yes. And
0: yes. And theoretically, yes. But still, yeah. it puts money in the bank, right? It then leaves the bank. It then leaves the bank to do stuff, but yes. Yes, exactly. But my thing is this right so everyone
1: imposes that we need to well not by everyone i mean the democratic party wants to increase taxation on the rich they want they don't talk about cutting taxation for the political for the blue collar worker they talk about the rich the powerful the one percent that essentially creates the products goods and services that the 99 use do
0: they so, Yes. I, look at I'd who- like to stop you there. Uh, do, do does does for example does Bezos literally create things? He created a system, uh, a, a system that I must say, that
1: creates. Well, they uh, Amazon Avery does numerous things besides shipping everything worldwide and allowing small well, just- from small local businesses to to get their product out there from large corporations to get their product out there. What uh, Amazon? I have to say, is the is the, the 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 future of retail, the future of goods and services being provided? What if and now they're into in, in the entertainment industry,
0: especially with Amazon Prime Video? Sure, so, sure, sure. So, so let me they, ask you a question. It, let me ask you a question on that topic. What if Bezos or Musk or whoever the heck leads Apple these days? Uh, what if they didn't have employees?
1: Then nothing gets done. That's the uh go so, so uh,
0: who who produces what? Who what? Who produces the goods? Is it is it just musk in his garage like making electric cars no, every okay. day? I think you're
1: taking my word in literally. What I mean is, for example, for example, who created Tesla? Uh
0: actually it, it wasn't really Musk. He bought his way on to, to be the CEO. Yeah, but, but Okay, so let's take it a step back. Facebook, who created that
1: platform? Yes, there was various social media outfits before Mark Zuckerberg created his version,
0: which I, originally... Wasn't it his friend? And then Zuckerberg stole uh, the idea? Yes. Zuckerberg fucked over a lot of people, but I was settled <laughs> in court sometimes. But he deserves war. to be a billionaire.
1: Well, I'm not trying to get into defamation, but my question is this. Do people need to utilize these services and goods? So not no. really a question. Okay, Uber. Do people need to use Uber? No. They can get Sometimes. a cab. But you could get a cab. All not faster. in all cities because they don't
0: fund them. Okay, but still. Then public transportation. Those are funded, right? No, not in most U.S. cities.
1: What are you talking about? I can go to Knoxville, Tennessee and take the bus. Oh. Hell no,
0: you can't. You take that hey, back right now. Plus, hey, the bus to Knoxville, you smuck But when there I'm are like three say, buses, but, and but they're the, always the, an the, hour late.
1: Yes, I was always late because the buses run like shit in Knoxville. Because they don't course get course. enough money.
0: Because it's Tennessee, one of the most conservative states in these but United the fact,
1: States. But, but the fact of the matter, though, is, is that's not the question.
0: You're trying to kill my argument, Avery. That's, that's what my I, job
1: is. I, yep. But anyways, so my question is this, my question, my statement, whatever at this point, because now I'm bamboozled, but the fact of the matter, we, we, you, when, when they created Whole Foods, you haven't, sh- for example, in New York, right? You can go either to key food shop, rate right, Or go to Whole Foods.
0: Mm-hmm. If
1: you shop at Whole Foods, to get a $50 bagel. Not saying it's $50, but it is overpriced in my opinion. Um. You're choosing to go to an establishment, just like you're you're choosing to utilize the service of Uber. You don't have to. You can take the MTA in New York. Does
0: does every city – I see what you're saying. Does every city have cheap and expensive options? Well, I mean, I haven't been to every city in the United
1: States, but let's be honest. If you live in a small town in Wyoming, for example, you're not going to have very much – You're not going to have access to a lot of resources that obviously a city like Orlando, uh, um, Los Angeles, New York, Chicago, like they have. But for the fact of the argument, though.
0: What is your argument exactly? What are you trying to prove?
1: My argument is this, if you will let me get it out. Just because these individuals created a concept or an idea that, yes, workers have to do it. Yes, because here's the thing. I can have an a million dollar idea. Awesome, great. Someone still has to produce it. Someone still has to manufacture it, and I have to go through all these steps. But the fact is, I have a product. I sell it. I get rich off of it. Awesome. I'm happy. I became someone who had no money to. I'm could be the richest man in the world. But the fact of the matter, though, is, is that I worked hard to get there. Now, not every necessarily is everyone. Everyone has their different routes to wealth or to success everyone has their routes some work hard some get it some just some earn it some don't earn it It, it, it's various things some can inherit it for i know you know but the fact of the matter though is is that you can't attack somebody because they are more well off yes you should tax them more i get that i salute it yes but here's the other problem Avery, the reason why we want to increase taxes, the Democrats want to increase taxes, is is for various things. For various things. They are being the following, some that I have thought out. Poor spending. Just because it's Democratic uh, they want to fund stuff that they want to do. that's not... Free this, free that. That's disingenuous. Nothing is free, folks. Someone's paying for it. Yeah, that's right. It's a benefit to to everyone every country in the world we need to stop that hold on hold on which was home first i don't give a damn about helping other people i really don't i love helping people i want to see other people be helped and be and succeed in life but the fact of matter though is is when you have unemployment waste rates the way we are now due to coronavirus and we have homelessness etc we need to focus here at home yes you want to increase everything guess how much look at how much money we send in aid to people across the con- the world Avery we send billions of dollars in aid across the world
0: for various things okay so I think I want to respond to that but let's let's cool off our heads for a second and we'll come back after a break okay yes guys Okay. Now don't you fall asleep on me? And we're back. So, uh, before the break, Chauncey was erupting into uh, a feverish uh, defense. Uh, of, of uh, Volcano <laughs> Fiscal responsibility uh, and I want to respond to that so there's a lot of things you said I, I disagree with um, I, I so first off I think generally speaking so you, you, you seem to be harping on this idea of, of spending uh, uh, efficiency really so I, I want to address that um, yeah I, I think democratic cities and democratic governments do tend to tax uh, more. Um, and I don't think this is always accompanied by like cumbersome spending tactics. But of course, yeah, there's going to be inefficiencies. Um, for example, uh, New York City is run by uh, de Blasio, and I don't necessarily agree with it, how he runs the city, and he happens to be a Democrat. But I can disagree with de Blasio, but still think that the progressive tax system is a, is a morally good one and one that in which you can get money to fund, fund, to fund uh, social programs I, I think we need. There's a lot of things I don't think the federal government should spend money on because I think it's a waste of time. Um, for example, I don't think our military needs to be nearly big as it is. Uh, you talked about not spending money in other countries. The most of the things we spend money in other countries on uh federally speaking is via our military so that's one very easy well, way well to, before to you
1: get that. in but before you get into that i do want to say before the break i was talking about how much the united states gives in total aid uh total economic and very military small it's, it's very small it's 49.87 billion very which, yeah that's that's uh, tiny you have numbers tiny amount of money but the fact the matter, though is that it still is billions of dollars that could be helping our citizens at home how when much should we get the military we'll get into that later Avery
0: okay we'll get into that later it's a lot of money <laughs> I'll tell you that it, it's the thing the government on. uh, one of the well, things well, the government spends most on. What
1: it's right now um we're not going to go into fact into numbers but Avery what is the number since so, so you know it
0: so uh I don't know it offhand. I, I believe it's four tenths. Four tenths of the of of every dollar goes to uh, the military, but I could be wrong. Let me check. Okay. So, all right. So the uh, no, I was wrong. Uh, it's not four tenths. So it's fifteen percent uh, of discretionary spending is on the military. But but
1: the, but the fact of the matter, though, is is yes. I believe the, mil- the United States military gets a ridiculous amount of money, but. You also have to look into that that budget goes into the VA
0: um,
1: as okay, well. Okay, then as, we should
0: just, I mean, the VA as doesn't. Well,
1: as, as well as Avery, the money does go to, yes, upgrading our military, which, yes, we are in numerous wars, especially on the continuous war against terror. So, yes, a military with um, updated weapons systems and things like that that will keep our men and women in uniform safe as possible and uh, allow them to have the ability to accomplish their mission? Yes. Do I think we spend a lot of money into it? Yes. Do I think we can cut some of that? Possibly. So, but so
0: let's just, talk. You know, so just, yes. it, it's, it's on topic. So let's talk about what you said. You, you want to spend more money at home. So let's talk about that. Um, I don't remember exactly who said it, but you can tell the values of your country based on where the tax money goes to based on what it spends money on. Yeah, um, so, and so want,
1: uh, what argument you gonna make, you're saying that we are a colonial empire in a way because we are policing the world and putting millions, billions of dollars into the United States military to continue our colonialism. Is that what you're going for?
0: Uh, I wasn't going for colonialism, but that's a good point. My point was actually much more simple than that. The point is this, if you look at the United States system and the amount of money we make, we are Uncontested in the in two departments, our military and the amount of in our economy, absolute monsters in those two categories. But uh, shockingly, we don't really rank very highly in pretty much any other category, at least in a good way. Um, we for among developed nations, we have one of the one of the lowest uh, health insurance percent of the uh, percent of the people in that country, percent of the population that it is covered by health insurance. We have one of the highest infant mortality rates among developed nations. Um, We have some of the uh, largest incarceration, we have the largest incarceration rate amongst every country in the world, Um, that includes China. Um, We have, uh, for a developed nation that makes as much money and has as much wealth and resources as we do, uh, our country is, the quality of life here is, is not great actually, for most people. Um, we have a staggering amount of homeless people. Uh, 47% of people at, by the end of last year due to the pandemic thought that they were going to, uh, uh, renters thought they were going to be evicted because they can't make the, the rent payment. Um, and like for me personally, it's been difficult to, to, to pay uh, rent given the pandemic. But I'm also fortunate to have a stable job uh, or a job where I, I have a, a year contract, so they can't fire me. Um, And, you know, uh, the reality, it's just, it's a stark difference in reality for most people in the United States. The inequities here are just so very large. 20% of the country can be doing amazing, and the other 40, 50% can be doing okay, and then the bottom 20, 30% can be doing terrible. Um, And to those that say, oh, poverty in America is not as bad as poverty in another country, Uh, maybe, but poverty is relative. Um, If you need internet to be successful in your society, then internet is something you need and you will not be successful without it. There are cities in the US where you need a car to have a job. You can have everything else. And if you don't have a car, you can't hold down a job. And that means you go into debt very quickly. So all of this is to say, if we really want uh, the quality of life to be Great in America to match our economy and all of the things that we do well. And I haven't even mentioned education. Thanks, thank God, uh, uh, Betsy DeVos is gone. Jesus Christ, that woman. Um, well,
1: would agree with you on that. She didn't know what the hell she was
0: doing. Yeah. So the, the overarching point is, then we need to put money in back into the U.S. I agree with that, um, but I think we still need to have globalist ties. I, I think the you can't pull out of the global well, economy. Well,
1: I'm not saying we we should pull out entirely. I'm not saying we become isolationist economy, even though I do believe that instead of... The whole thing is this, right? When it comes to taxation, we are trying to create funds to ver- fund various projects to get things done.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? But you just can't go out to select group based on their wealth yes do does some people individuals in this world have a ridiculous lot of money yes does jeff bezos have a fucking he has fuck you money essentially and he has money that some people will never see in their lifetime maybe even 10 lifetimes a thousand lifetimes but should we take half of that no i feel like yes you should he should be taxed significantly more than a, a lot of people. yes but th- the issue is is that when you go into the United States role in the world, everyone makes fun of the United States because we're mind when we don't bomb we're, we are like, we're like a bad that one person who can't mind their business. They gotta stick their nose to everything. Oh you got a little wall over there oh, what's going in? What's going on? You know oh you got oil over there? oh, hey, what's up, you know, and stuff like that. And the fact of the matter is, is that we have to stop. Yes, the United States has a global presence, but you know why the Chinese, for example, are going to have the number one economy in the world?
0: Oh, I I actually doubt they can sustain that given their system. uh,
1: You want to know why, though? They export more. Than they import. The United States imports more than we export. We actually need to have more American goods. Problem is no one wants to pay for them. Why? Because we have higher uh regulations, which I don't think regulations are an issue. Um we pay our workers a fairly good wage compared to the, you know, for example, what you know uh, the Chinese based companies do, and there's a lot, and you know, and, and there's a lot of cost to these businesses, so obviously, yeah. the goods are more money. But when you do get American made goods, they are good quality. I they agree really with that. Are. So, I think instead of increasing corporate like here's a, maybe here's a proposition right? We cut corporate taxes to incentivize corporations, and they must do this, obviously, you know, in a contract of some sort. But I could be like, hey. Costco, all right? I want you to make more, you know what? A better thing would be, hey, Tesla, I want you to make more, uh, instead of you manufacturing your cars overseas, I want you to manufacture in the United States. I want you to give Americans jobs. Not foreigners of of our various countries, could be Mexico, could be Canada, whatever. But we want more Americans to have jobs. We want these Americans to get paid more, right? So instead of federally regulating the minimum wage, which that's a whole nother issue that you and I disagree on, that we incentivize these companies to do two things. Increase their wages and produce products for and by America and for the rest of the world to enjoy. Why? Because it it, it betters our economy. If you look at when the United States was run by FDR, President FDR, he, you know, w- we were isolationists and it got us out of the depression. And obviously, World War II, getting to that made us even richer, even though not many people will know that the United States was going bankrupt because of World War Two, Hence the war bonds. I don't know if
0: you knew that, Avery. Well, I think the, that was early in the war, but we were like the only functioning country. No, well, we were running out of money. Okay, I, I, don't, I can't speak on that. I, I can speak on that FDR, I believe, had a 90% top marginal tax rate. But the point that I
1: was making, though, is that we will mind it all business. We will focus on on our, com- our own nation. And that's the problem. We want to fund everything. Okay, that's cool. You want free universal health care. Awesome. That's a great idea. I would love to have health care. I would. You know, me personally, I don't have health care. You know, but I, neither I, do I. I. Well, I guess I do, but it's crap. But can I pay for it? Yes. Do I choose to? No. I mean, I'm an age. And guys, um, in case you're wondering, our age brackets, I'm 26, going to be turning 27 this year. My brother is three years younger than me. Did the math. But the fact still remains that we need to watch our spending, we need to be fiscally responsible. There's no need to raise taxes. I really don't see a need to raise taxes. I believe the taxes stay exactly where they are. So the I have to, a, so I have a project, question. But we need to increase the economy. Obviously it's hard right now due to the coronavirus pandemic. You don't think we need to increase taxes? The only thing I would agree to would be corporate taxes, but the issue is that everyone's tiptoeing around and we agreed on this, is fixing the tax laws.
0: Even if you fix the tax loopholes though, uh, and I agree, we, we those need to be addressed. This is, my, this is my essential question. And I think these types of discussions sometimes get derailed by a bunch of other things. And again, it's because taxes are an omnibus thing. They're huge, there's a lot of stuff to discuss, but it's this base, base uh, fact, okay? If you had a society of a thousand people and let's say one in six of those people starve and there's one guy that has a million dollars, is that a morally just system? And the answer, any other answer but no is a wrong answer. That is not a morally just system. Um, none of us would like to be the people starving, right? And if and the society has enough money to make sure everyone doesn't starve, but it's with the million dollar guy. And I think there's this thought that um, if you, it's basically that, that essential moral question. Are you okay with a society that, that lets its people starve, that they don't get health care?
1: Well, hey, can I be quite frank? The government fucks up when it comes to things like that. When you're looking at, for example, the NFL – when you're looking at uh, how they give back, when you're looking at companies give back, Walmart giving back, everyone giving back to the community, yes, they spend a lot of money. Hell, even Lowe's gives back. Giving away free trees, giving uh, building uh, with Habitat for Humanity, etc. But the fact of the matter is, is that even the government royally fucks up. Okay? You get all this money, and what does it go to? Okay? It goes to the
0: programs.
1: Yes, but the programs are shit. It's just like... Do you have an, just an example? Just like... An example would be this, Avery. For example, in New York City, we have methadone clinics. You know
0: what methadone clinics are, right? Yeah, they're, they're, they they're help people who are uh, drug addicts. And what does it help them do? It helps them with their addiction. How does it help them with their addiction? It prevents them from uh, overdosing. And? It prevents them from...
1: What? Gives them clean needles and of so that they don't risk the spread of HIV or any other... Um, yeah, so lung- what's the problem? Because it's giving them clean needles. My thing is, why are we paying for that?
0: So why, they all die.
1: Why? Yes, Avery. We don't want no one to die. But my issue is, why is my tax dollars going to to support somebody to uh, do with their drug habit? That's like me saying, oh well, Bill over here, uh, you know, he's a heavy cocaine user. But, you know, we don't want him to get sick. So here's a scarf for you, Bill. But by the way, here's also a couple of key, kilos.
0: So people don't make
1: mistakes? No, Amy, but these programs are still being done. They're still going. That's my point.
0: Yeah, because it's a problem. But it didn't, the haven't whole thing about, but but about whole is,
1: hold on, Let me finish my thought, please. Okay, but the whole, sorry. When you start, you don't... It, there has to be some sort of middle ground, Avery. That God honest truth, there has to be some sort of middle ground before between taxing at a fair thing, at a fair rate, so that way it enables these individuals to continue doing the good work. Because I'm not going to lie, Avery. Before this pandemic, I didn't see the government do shit in my whole lifetime. Twenty, Soon to be 27 years on this planet. I did not see the government react this quickly and actually do their damn jobs until the pandemic. And I think you and I can agree on that, right? I think the government did a terrible job addressing the pandemic. I mean, on both sides of the aisle that we didn't see politicians actually do work, like bust their ass, talk to the people, um, talk, 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 do actually produce something. I think Democrats did a good job. I'm just talking about the government in general, At this point, I'm generalizing. I'm not talking about either party. No, I'm just but, saying, uh, I, I'm uh, sorry. Uh, I just don't
0: think that the, the Trump administration.
1: No, thank you for telling the party line. But the fact of the matter though is, uh, sorry, Biden, we're trying with the unity thing. It's not going great so far. But the thing is, is that you cannot, the government is crap, Avery. We need to fix everything. And obviously this ain't going to be done today, But the whole thing with taxes is we are spending money like we have money. The United States does not have money. Okay. We have a lot of money okay, we have a lot of money yet with trillions of dollars in debt. It's internal
0: debt, though. And
1: the next thing... uh, For another day. And the next thing is, okay, we're spending money like shit. We're trying to go after the people. Because here's the thing, Avery. Yes, okay, so let's say we go after Mr. Bezos. Let's say we go after all the millionaires, right? Sure. Yeah, we'll go... If you make a million dollars and up, we tax the shit out of you. Like, what? What's a good tax for you to do
0: if I make a million dollars? I like Bernie's tax plan that he proposed. So I think it's which, like 70. So I think if you make above a million a year, it's 70% on the dollar. And then it goes up. Uh, I forget the amount, but it goes up every, every 10 million or something. And, and that's my question. Yes. A
1: lot of rich and powerful Democrats, especially like Bernie Sanders and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. With, He's not that you know, rich, that's- really. But the fact of the matter, though, is Avery, if they're so generous and they're so good to the people, why is Bernie not, for example, I don't know, maybe give his home, you know, to some people to live in, rent free, or give some money to people? I mean, why the fuck not, right? He does give money to people all the time. No, 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 no. Like for example, how many homes does Bernie Sanders own? What do you think roughly? I
0: think he has uh, two two
1: houses. Good. So let's say he has. So he has two houses, right? So why doesn't he get, when he's not in the other house, why doesn't he rent it to a family rent-free when he's
0: on the other I don't house? know if he does or not.
1: I have no idea. No, saying though, just, just saying, why don't, why don't more people do
0: that? Why don't people uh, practice what they preach? Because but, they, I think they, because they live in an economy that favors them to not good. do that. Clinton, the
1: Clintons, Avery, why don't they give away their money? You know, they made a shit ton of money off the book deals over the years. I think they should. I don't like most establishment Democrats. I think they're but, no, but but that's the fact that I'm I'm making is that a lot of people can say whatever the hell they want, but there's a difference between actually doing it and you know practice what you preach. And a lot of you know big name Democrats don't do that. I agree, but, and I'm glad we you agree on that. But yeah, I hate Pelosi. <laughs> personally. No, exactly. You know, honestly, I'll say that later on, but the the thing that I was going to say.
0: Well, while we're agreeing, while we're agreeing, let's, let's take a break real quick.
1: Yes. Let's take a break at this
0: moment. (laughs) Okay. And we're back from our uh, last break nearing the end here. Uh, So we were, uh, just before the break, talking, uh, agreeing, uh, no less, about uh, how bad uh, corporate politicians are. We focused on Democrats, but I'll extend that uh, um, hate towards uh, corporate Republicans, probably even more for me. So we, we've talked a lot about a lot of stuff, and and I hope we've provided uh, listeners with are uh, different, different perspectives and generally different perspectives by party, for example, on, the t- on this topic and the, all of the, I think one of the things we've exposed a lot is all the nuances and complexities with this. But I do have a question for you based on some things that you brought up um, that I think not only for you, Chauncey, but I think it's important for everybody to kind of uh, to ask themselves and think about. When you, like you said earlier, when you talk about taxes and what the government does with taxes, what, what would you, one, have the government do? And two, if you have societal problems, this is the big question. If you go out into the world and you see these problems in society, how do you want to fix them? Because from my perspective, the reason why I argue for more taxes on, on the wealthy is because I think we can solve a lot of problems by redistributing that wealth uh, through social programs, uh, maybe through direct payments, uh, stuff like that. The pandemic has especially shown us how uh, bare the bones of the of the American system is uh, for many people. Uh, the inequity, inequity, It didn't even take that much to to kind of break, I mean, to get us to the breaking point in many ways, especially when it comes to healthcare. Um, and we cannot, you know there are there is human charity that we can always rely on go fund me uh, whatever to pay for people's bills but that system just isn't reliable for people in a world in a world that we need charity it means that our society as a whole does not care enough to, to pre- prevent these issues from happening and to address them but yeah so i'll let you speak that's just my speech so
1: essentially what you're asking is how does the government do better correct without
0: or, or however you want to how do you, how would you fix the problems in it, society it, if it, not through the, the government
1: i do believe in government-based programs um i do believe there are a lot of corruption in these programs and i am going to at this time and this is something avery that i was planning on sharing when we got to entitlements I might as well share it now because it makes sense on my view. So me personally, I was homeless for uh, a span of two years. And you would think someone who put for residence homelessness or homeless um, on the application for food stamps and uh, Obamacare and things like that, that... I would qualify for those benefits and those programs. And unfortunately I was deemed um, not qualified. So I did not get food stamps. I did not get any government assistance whatsoever. Um, and so as someone with that state of mind, being homeless and not having the ability for the government to help me, the government which I was working, I was just homeless, but I was working, who paid taxes for these programs. To, so when it came to my time in need, because this to this day, I can say I have never gotten government assistance. Because me personally, all the coronavirus money that I have received, I have not spent just in the bank and my savings collecting interest, but, but it's hot. And it just shows you that there's needs to be more oversight. There needs to be people that are in these positions of power within these government agencies that need to have um, a look at. They need to be thrown out. They need to be hired. They need to be fired because when you have a system as broken a system that was created to help others. Um, so yes, Avery, you are right. It is broken. And I believe there needs to be civilian oversight. I believe that there needs to be, um, as much as I would love more funded for some of these programs, the problem is, Avery, is that if you're given funded to something, Right and it's not doing the job correctly, you gotta see what's opened up the books. And that's the issue, instead of opening up the books to see where this money's going, we keep giving more money. So, and this goes into when we discuss entitlements. Um, I have a lot to talk about that. But essentially, yes, I think we can agree on that taxation is necessary, yes. But it boils down to these key things. And I will say it again, and I'll keep saying it till the day I die. We need more fiscal responsibility. We need to know what the hell is going on with every penny that is spent from taxes. We need to know where all of it's going. We need more oversight. I have a civilian oversight for, uh, from a non-government agency. And obviously there's a lot of corruption that needs to be rooted out. So when you give it a corruption, when you get rid of and when you make these programs very efficient and very uh, fiscally responsible, you will see um, more benefits. You will see a beneficial program that actually gives back to the taxpayers because that's all these things are for the taxpayer. And I think that's how we do it. Um, Yes. Are there times that we need to raise taxes? Of course, you know, but at the same time, if you tax too high, Avery, especially with the 1%, you're gonna see things go off balance. And I'm not, and folks, I'm not a rich man. I don't make hundreds of thousands of dollars. I don't make millions of dollars. I'm a blue collar worker, just like Avery here. We're both blue collar workers paycheck to paycheck paying our rent just average Americans we just have some good education (laughs) and no time and some time on our hands so you know we create a podcast to broaden minds and give political uh, perspective and give others a platform to speak which we do want more guests we do want to have guests on this show (laughs) But
0: yeah, I think no, I think I think I I, I want to say I, I appreciate you sharing uh, sharing that with everybody. I know that that's not necessarily the easiest thing to do, but I think it goes a long way in speaking about your character and your conviction for the things that you say. Um, I think we we agree on a lot of things, but for me. When when I see problems in our society, and I agree with you again, and we can talk about this when we talk about entitlements. There's a lot to dig in there and dig into there, but we have to talk about it here in some ways because taxes and social programs kind of mesh together, right? Um, when I see problems in society and I see the type of system that we have, it seems like uh, as our system, as our economy. Has become more and more capitalist leaning. People have been being left more and more behind. Companies have been hoarding wealth more and more. Well, the stock market has become disjuncted with the average worker's but experience. that's
1: where you fix it. That's where you fix the tax loopholes. And yes, you give you you have to fix it. We can raise taxes all day long, but if you don't prevent pe- uh, outsourcing. If you don't, because here's the thing, I guarantee this is what happens. It always happens when you attack the rich. It always attacks when you attack the 1%, when you attack corporations. And I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm just saying that there has to be a middle ground. There has to be some sort of program. But if you go after a, a company, let's say Mr. John Smith over there owns a $2 billion company, Fortune 500 company. you come after his business. you come after him. Well, first it's a double duo. You're coming after his business right you're taxing the shit out of them and their goal is to make money and then you come after him personally because now you're taxing him so now he's getting taxed both ways because you're taxing his his work uh you know him, him personally and you're taxing his business you know his, his income so now and and he has you know the Card the, the five vacations and you know and he wants to go on these vacations he has a family who's a cousin to this lesson and they want to go on these lavish vacations so you know what what do you think mr smith does
0: i think it depends on what he's allowed to do but he probably well if it's move,
1: he can leave the country which is what he's allowed to do as well as he can move his business overseas, and yes, he could pay that tax on that that Biden proposes by all means. But if he's making a ton of money, that and make, having his saving all those costs, making his his product and his merchandise overseas, then yeah, he don't give a
0: shit. Please, he's still let me ask this- you a question. Uh, then this is don't don't disregard the, don't try to disregard this because it's important. You know. Arguments like this were used in the past when we didn't have a regulated work week for people or a minimum wage. People said, oh, if you put regulations on companies, what do you think they're gonna do, buddy? They're gonna get a couple
1: regulation. You're saying I don't want any regulation, and that's a false. No, that's not and what that's I'm, saying. I'm saying. Want, I'm saying I'm just saying don't don't tax reasonably but there has to be... What's a reasonable? Ground. How do you define such a thing as reasonable? Well, here's the thing. 25% are the corporate tax. I'm fine with. But Why? I do believe... Well, one it's between 21 and 28, so it's a ground. <laughs> but, the, but the thing, though, is, is that you're not coming at them hard, but it's still an increase of some sort, because I believe that, yes, everyone deserves to pay their fair share. But I think the people who cut the most from these tax laws, well, not tax laws, tax wars, is the blue-collar worker like you and me, Avery. But this is tax wars, and the people that get caught up in the middle of it are the blue-collar workers like you and I. I agree with that. And I think both sides politically need to stop the rhetoric. And we need to listen to what President Biden said in his inaugural address and find that middle ground Unify, No blue, red or red, blue. No dem rep. You know, we got to be together. Simple as that. And that's that's how we get better overall. Uh, For the record, I'm not stating, you know, that we let corporations do whatever the hell they want. I believe we do need environmental environmental regulations to an extent. Not, you know, obviously going from a oil based uh, industry, just like coal took years to change, and this is another topic we'll discuss down the road. To a more greener United States takes time. With taxation, whenever a Democrat comes in, and you made this argument with me, whenever a Democrat's president. country's revenue goes up of course it is because they increase taxes but my point is this though avery let's jeff bezos and i'm sorry jeff or mr bezos
0: let's do musk musk is richer than him now oh
1: true sorry bezos get the hell out of the way so mr musk for example mr elon musk who uh, well, I, I don't want to get sued, Avery, for defamation, so I'm not going to say what we think about, you I'll know. say what I think about him. Well, not right now, Avery. We can't afford it, <laughs> God damn it. But, um, and folks, he's leaving this in and editing. Just saying it now, just like this sends I'm saying right now, he's leaving it in after editing. And just like we go after, you know, uh, the, the billionaires like Elon Musk, um, yeah, you can increase taxes to 50% if you want to. Yeah, fuck it. Do it. But they still can leave the country for one. You can immigrate. There's no problem with that. Go so to Saudi Arabia. Too. You money. Hold on. Let me finish my point. Or you pay a shit ton of money to your good old accountant over there. And you get a, around the tax laws. And you don't pay shit. So it all boils down to the answer is not raising taxes. The answer is fixing the tax laws. So what
0: if you fix the tax loopholes and now, now that they can't, now they have to effectively, but
1: here's the thing, Avery. until we do that, we can theorize. But the fact of the matter though is until it actually happens, we don't know. There's no evidence because no one's ever, there's, there's plenty law, of evidence, law, but has anyone, anyone truly made the tax laws bulletproof Avery? Because if they did, then why are we talking about this? Why am I using this as a talking point right now? Because Reagan?
0: What about Reagan, Avery? Tell me about, because it's his Reaganomics? Uh, well, outside of the fact that almost all economists, except for uh, ones that are paid by Republicans, uh, agree that trickle-down economics is not a real thing. When you give the wealthy more money, they have this really interesting tendency to hold on to it. Keep it yeah because because but that's work the like thing that. yeah
1: that's the thing right but because the thing no, that's no, no, wait, where... wait, wait, wait
0: so let's let's discuss that for just a short second if if we charge the, if we tax them more and they run away with the jobs okay that's bad if we don't tax them they keep the majority of the money and well that's bad so then I agree that there's some middle ground tax, but you have to do something. And that involves taxes. If you close the tax loopholes, you're effectively taxing them more because while the corporate tax rate is 30, whatever the percentage is uh, right now, uh, I think you said 21%. They're not paying at that rate. It's what? Yes, currently 21. They're not paying that rate, They they pay zero. Most companies pay zero because they, like you said, they get out of it. So if you close those tax loopholes, now they're paying a 21% tax. By your logic, they'll go off, they'll go overseas. Just by closing the tax loopholes. I'm just
1: stating that the, the 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 flaw to the argument of we have to raise taxes, we have to raise taxes, is that simply that you can raise taxes as much as you want. But until you fix the laws, because it's like, for example, Avery, I I have this this house that's falling to shit. I have um, a beautiful, uh, that's falling to shit, right? I fixed everything, but the foundation is, is sinking, it's crap. Until you fix the foundation, which are the laws, that house is gonna fall down no matter what. It's gonna collapse, it's gonna be a mess, it's gonna be destruction at its finest. But until, because I focus on all the fluff and everything else, except the thing, the one thing that matters, the foundation. And unfortunately, that is the tax laws, which no one wants to talk about. Have you, Avery, personally, from either side of the aisle, heard or seen any advocacy or any politician of any sort advocate for fixing the tax laws
0: in this country? Yeah, plenty of them. And what's happened, Avery? I mean, they're progressive, so they don't don't normally have the vote. Also, Republicans have controlled the Senate for like a bajillion years at this rate, in in political years. So, Well,
1: it's called the empowering voting, and that's why me and Amy do agree, folks. Yes, I know, another rare agreement that there should be, instead of a politician being in Congress for 50 years or until basically they're dead or they decide to leave on their own terms, that there should be a term limit.
0: For the men the and turnover, women. Yeah. Yes,
1: for the men and, that there should be a term limit for the the men and women who serve in both houses of Congress. So it's like the term limit on governors, just like there's a term limit on presidents. Yeah, there should be a limit on Congress.
0: So I think on on that last agreeing note, we should uh, begin to wrap it up for today's episode um so just briefly uh next week and this is subject to change depending on what the news throws at us if it's anything like 2020 um that'll be likely but, but hopefully not. Well, so far folks we have many things to
1: be thankful for for example a peaceful beautiful inauguration and i have must say lady gaga and JLo, they fucking they killed it yeah i think they did a
0: good job other than that the inauguration was pretty boring which is what i expected um, I'm going to have to get used to there not being Trump tweets, like 17 of them every day. Um, well, and that will be another thing, discussion of freedom of speech. But, oh, sure, sure. Uh, Let's put it on the slate. But for next week, we're going to focus, as of right now at least, on, on our opinions on entitlement.
1: No, most definitely. And Avery, before we leave, because I think it's very important to discuss, and yes, folks, we will, for the first time, go over our usual time limit. Just the, what did you think as a progressive, I think everyone deserves to hear your thoughts. As Like I said, as a progressive, as to how you feel now, um, obviously you personally, cause you can't generalize for everybody, but I believe for everybody, everyone's breathing a sigh of relief even on both sides of the aisle. But what did you think of President Biden's um, message of unity? Uh, it seems like something that Trump said back in 2016, and it's gonna be uh, something that is continually said, um, especially with a nation as greatly divided as ours.
0: So, yeah, okay, I, that's a, a fair question. And, and like you said, I won't gatekeep for progressives, but my own opinion um, I'll put out there. I thought it was mostly boring. Um, it, I think I think the Joe Biden presidency will be very uneventful. Um, which in some ways is good for political stability, uh, but I think is also bad. I think Biden recognizes there are a lot of problems in our country, but has a very moderate way of trying to solve them. And per- personally, I don't think he goes far enough. I think the pandemic has shown that we need to, we need to push for extreme radical uh, change in order to fix the systems that we have. And he's not going to do that. Is, is he, for example, his tax plan is a lot better than I thought it was going to be, but the bar is not that high, um, personally speaking. So he doesn't go far enough. He does, he does not go far enough, no. Uh, but I do think well, it's important, hold on. Cool. I do think it's important to have a time of political stability, just to give us a breath of, to catch up, you know. Um, but as for your question about unity, I will just say this. I do not think you should seek unity with people who tried to overturn the election. I do not think you unify with fascists. I do not think you do that. And, um,
1: folks, just two last things. Um, you can find us on Spotify and on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast, wherever you get your podcast. And, um, two things, one, February folks, put it on your calendar. That will be the start of the, uh, Second impeachment trial in the Senate for Donald J. Trump, former President Donald J. Trump, and I do want to pose a question to you guys: um, How much, monetary wise, is enough? You know, especially when we're young, hundred bucks seems like a lot. Now, a hundred dollars is one adult dollar. So, is forty enough? Fifty? Seventy? A hundred? A million? when's it enough folks um you know we would love to hear from you um and uh updated website we will be dropping uh our social medias as well as an email address for you guys to submit questions comments concerns because we uh do not like to um put out bad stuff out there and we want to basically have everything correct we want your opinions we want to get better uh, but you can also like and subscribe and share with your family and friends, with those that have, thank you so much. And Avery, I will have to say as well, I just went through a one liter bottle of delicious, hundred percent natural Poland Springs. And no, this is not an ad for delicious, but it could be an ad. It could be an ad. So Poland Springs, give me a call. Um, But guys, seriously, as always, thank you so much. Avita Sen and Avery.
0: Yeah uh, I think it was a really good discussion. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, and like uh, Chauncey said, um, please feel free to reach out to us once we put out our social media uh, contacts and stuff like that. And it's been a great time. See you next time. Why don't you fall asleep, homie? Oh, I-